Hello everyone. Welcome back to our severe cases of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. You are listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? Better now. As always. As usual. As usual. Once again, still still happy to be uh, together in person for these episodes. I've missed seeing your lovely, lovely face in person. Me too. Across this beautiful table with the lampshade that's far too big. Um, I have missed our studio greatly. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm... Okay. Part of this is not gonna be in person, obviously, because we had to do the fucking interview. You, you clicked on this because you know it is an interview. Today we are, or we did, we have, talked with uh, the man... Cult Crimes, Mr. London Van Roy is his full name. I think that's how you pronounce it. I hope it is. If not, I am so sorry, sir. Holy shit was this guy. This this was one of the one this was one of the most surreal ones yet. This was like this was wild. This was out of this world, dude. I was I was I was a little bit starstruck just by being able to talk to the guy. It was super cool. He's a gorgeous man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and today, I'm sorry, we I for, forgot to mention, he he had a very, very good EP come out recently, and we're going to give a brief synopsis and sort of review of that, and we wanted to we wanted to kind of give our thoughts on that, so we'll probably have just a, a section here um, before the interview, then we'll get into the interview, and then we'll do our usual shtick. You know how it goes. So, but a little bit of information on Mr. London. Um, from what I could find on the internet, because he doesn't have his own Wikipedia page yet or anything like that, um, but there is, like, a little brief bio on his Bandcamp page, um, and it says that Cult Crimes is the solo effort from multi-instrumentalist and electronic composer London Van Roy. Each song tells a tale of its own and seems to operate from individual characteristics existing in one vessel, merging genres like hip-hop, post-punk, synth-pop, and even industrial rock, uh, daring to break the idea of having a sound while pulling you in with an empty Emphasis on mood and fanciful expression. That is a, that is a eloquence. That is an eloquent bio for yourself, sir. That's a. He was very well spoken. Speaking was, to him for sure. He definitely knew his shit. Absolutely. Um, whether that be talking about music, or whether that be just coming across as generally well read, generally well versed in just about everything that we talked about, not even just about everything, everything that we talked about and probably well versed in so, so, so much more. Um, yeah, I wish was, we were able to talk to him for longer. Yeah, me it too. It went by really quickly. It did. It did. Um, hopefully, hopefully sometime in the near future we can get him back on for another episode. Absolutely. Whenever he, whenever he drops something else or he comes around, comes, comes around this part of this one horse burg, if you know what I'm saying, this part of, this part of the U.S. of A. Um, East Coast. East, yeah. The good side. The, <laughs> the side that's not, that does not have the Andreas fault and isn't about to fall off into the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we can just get into it from here. I mean, there's not too much more to talk about. He was just a fantastic guy to talk about. And you'll see that in a second. But we wanted to talk about his four-song EP that he released recently. And it's titled it's titled Heavenly Mess. And I guess we can just jump right into talking about that. Let's do are, it. Are you ready? Let's, let's do it. All right. Heavenly Mess by Cult Crimes. Um... I must say that the, the our first introduction with this guy was the Needle Drop LP, um, and we did discuss that very briefly in the interview. Um, but 
um, I think he did. Was it the? Tr- I am the devil. I am the devil. Okay, that was the that was his track, which was batshit insane upon first listen. Um, and going into this, I guess I kind of expected more of that kind of off the wall uh, kind of delivery that he had vocally, um, as well as the very very strange instrumentation. Uh, overall, it was just a, it was a, it was, it was a, it was a fuck fest, man. That, that's, that, that track really, it, it runs circles around you. Um, but I was not, I was nowhere near prepared enough for the, the material that was delivered on this project. It is just, it is so off the wall. It, it is so left field. It's, it's like, it has such a mind of its own. It's 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 almost scary. It takes on an inhuman form. Yeah, and, and one I th- of the things that was really interesting in speaking to him is that he said that the the combinations of the songs that he has put on this short EP are meant to represent each each track is meant to represent a different side of cult crimes, and I thought that he absolutely nailed what he was going for there because each one of these songs is like its own living thing absolutely and i think each of these songs takes on very very different emotional content that was i don't know why i said it like that but i said it like that each of these tracks takes on a very different emotion um, and is tackling a very different feeling every time um whether that be the erratic and sporadic um Kind of uh, the unhinged, the unhingedness of um, taking chances. The second track, um, or kind of the almost depressive um, and very almost hopeless feeling that Polar Bear, the third track, gives off, or Foam, which is just the absolutely batshit insane. I I can't. I, I have no idea where to begin because the thing that is very, very consistent about this EP, while it takes on very many forms and it travels through a lot of territory sonically, um, it's, it's very idiosyncratic in that it is all equally insane and it's all equally unheard of. Um, whether that be the, the samples that are used on foam, the weird detuned electronic samples and just the off the wall nature of his vocal delivery to the unhinged screaming on taking chances, um, to the, the trip hop vibes on polar bear, um, to the heavy industrialness of, uh, the final track ghost. Uh, it just, it really... Uh, This is an EP that really speaks for itself, uh, in my eyes. This really just... I know we've, we've talked, we've actually talked, we've been able to talk about a few EPs this year. We've, we've, we have. And I've said every single time that this is one of the best EPs of the year, you know? This is one of the best EPs of the year. This is, this, this is gonna be hard to beat. This is really, this takes the cake. This is really good. And it was just an honor to talk to the guy. I'm going to let you speak. I'm sorry. I, 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 I took the spotlight for far too long. No, Go you're good. I just appreciate all of this. There's so much music nowadays, and 
we've talked to, it feels like almost everyone that we've interviewed so far about just the rise of digital streaming and how accessible everything is and how I truly believe that in general quality has taken a significant drop and to hear something that just makes me rub my chin, stroke my beard a little bit and just go, huh, I, I don't know that one. That one's definitely new. Uh, chord progression, not sure. Percussion, not sure what's going on. Vocal inflections, I need to listen to this 20 more times before I can draw a conclusion and understand. Vocal inflection, I need therapy afterwards. I, I need a counselor is what it's. I, I, I need an intervention. I need an exorcism of some sort because I feel like a demon's enter my body. Yeah, that. So, <laughs> upon first listen, I I can't tell you what I was thinking. I think that my I think my body had been put in a shock, and I just needed to have the doctors, all of them, every play the doctors, it a few more times before I figured out what's going on. And not there yet. I don't know what's going on, but it sounds incredible. It it's is a so, beautiful mess of an EP. It's it is a, so a, good. Oh my god! It's a beautiful. It's a heavenly mess. It, oh, it, <laughs> oh! It truly is. Wow! Imagine that. Hmm. 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 He described his own EP for us. Huh. Her. Interesting. I'm Squidward. Let's okay. Not. Let's just hear him talk because he's far more interesting than either us either of us could ever hope to be. So. Let's talk to the man. Yeah, hear us talk to the we, myth and the legend. He, he was enjoying himself a burrito. So while you're listening, get yourself something to eat or drink. Yeah. Um, non-alcoholic, we are straight edge podcast. Yeah. And, uh, Obviously. Don't do uh, drugs. Don't do drugs, unless if they're hard. And we're going to get into the I interview. I take ibuprofen. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I took Ian's inhaler. <laughs> Okay. We'll see you in a second. Yeah. Go trip on some LSD. Wow. That might help for this music. I, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay. Imagine taking shrooms before you take a hit of this. That might actually kill you. Don't do that. Go just listen. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian, Tyler, and today on uh, our special edition, still not yet named, uh, segment of the of the show. We have today with us Mr. Cult Crimes. How are we doing today, sir? What's happening? Good. How are you guys? We're great. We're, we're, we've been really looking forward to this. Right on. Right on. I'm happy to be a part of it. Thank you, sir. So we actually, we came across your music starting with, our first introduction was from the Anthony Fantano Charity Project. And that was the 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 first, the song we saw, um, I Am The Devil, which was displayed on that. We were all over that track when we uh, talked about that album on mm-hmm. our show. So being introduced from there and following everything that has been coming since we've followed the full layout and release of this ep that you have been hyping up and it delivered it is fantastic and we've right been on. listening Thank to you. It a whole lot 
Um, and I'm cool. sure we'll have questions about that coming. How long has that project been in the works for you? Um, you know, I think probably since mid-winter, like, or maybe fall, I think October, I started writing a bunch of songs. And then October, November, I was just like on a nonstop writing kick where before I knew it, I had like 20 to 30 songs. And then I was going to put out, yeah, I was going to put out an album. And then I was just doing all this. I was working with my buddy. I don't know if you guys see like the animations and videos Mm -hmm. and stuff Mm -hmm. I make with my homie here in town. And um, so we were doing all that too. And then it kind of turned into a bunch of small projects. So I was just trying to pick four songs. I ended up deciding, all right, I want to make an EP. And so I picked the four songs I felt were like four completely different sides of cult crimes. And Mm. I wanted to kind of express that in an EP because it is very hard for me to kind of settle on one direction or one sound. And those four I was like kind of hyped on and just wanted to, you know, give a taste of all the ends of it. Right. It came together so well, though. I was yeah. I was blown away. And it's been something that I've just been returning to over and over since it came out on, I guess it was the first now. Uh, so it's, yeah. been about, it's been about a week, but I've been yeah. so excited to talk to you about it. So I'm glad that you were able to come on. Has the reception right been good so far? Yeah, dude. And it's really surprised me. I mean, I definitely wasn't expecting um, the reception I have gotten from it. I mean, it's an amazing surprise i feel uh, my heart is full that is for sure to have people like reach out and be sharing it and you know just as hyped on it as i was because it's it's definitely funny when you make something and you hear it back so many times and then you get it to where you want it and then you go into the mixing studio and you hear it a bunch of times again and then you get it to where you want and then you master it and so by the time you release it you know i was done with these these were like mixed and done um almost end of december and so by the time you put them out, like party was almost second guessing. Like I think just a party's over them in a way. Like I said, right, I love right. these songs. It's hard to say that, but it was just kind of like a surprise when everyone's, you know, as hyped on them as they are. I was like, all right, okay. Right. It, 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 the reception is equates to how I felt when I made them. So that's dope. Well, that's great. I'm sure that's a great feeling. And I, I'm sure that getting, getting something you've put so much time into, into, you know, other people's ears and, the feedback and appreciation. I'm sure that's a, a great thing and motivator to keep, keep doing so. Absolutely. Oh, shit. Go ahead. No, you're fine. There's one of the Go problems ahead. with Zoom and not being in person is that it's hard to pick up on cues of when to go and when not ah, to go. <laughs> I, I did. I just did a podcast um, before, like I think the day before I put out the EP and it was uh, two individuals that had the podcast too. Uh-huh. And it was the same thing because of the zoom factor. It's like, Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yep, All right. Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, it's so annoying. Okay, yeah, so can you can I go, go then? Of course. Okay, it's my turn. Um, <laughs> I was actually curious about, I was looking through your social media um, mm. and you've posted a lot about the album or the EP cover art. Mm. And the EP cover out is some twisted shit. It is so cool. I was just, <laughs> and you've kind of, uh, you've, you've talked about it a little bit. I was curious about how, sort of the vision for it came to be though because it it it, it the more that i look at it more fucked up like it's in a good way <laughs> fucked up it looks oh yeah it's I so love cool. that's that's the biggest yeah. compliment to me so perfect <laughs> um <laughs> you know when so when me and my buddy started making videos to kind of express you know the visual aesthetic of what call crimes was 
you know, I would kind of get into these characters and they were never like false characters. They were these kind of expressions of myself or sometimes I'm completely manic and sometimes I'm gentle and sometimes it's like insane. But, you know, I grew up loving horror movies as a kid and that was always, you know, my stick. Like my hero was Freddy Krueger when I was, you know, really little. <laughs> I, I just thought he was the coolest quite thing. Quite the hero. Yeah, yeah, quite the hero. Loves to kill children. What's my problem? I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but... So I've always kind of been in love with that aesthetic. But then as we built these characters, you know, I would start making these costumes and he had this um, crate of all these like weird masks that he doesn't even know how like he accumulated. And so I'm going through and I'm taking these masks out and I'm cutting the masks in half and putting them on and they're just like the creepiest look to me. And so we did this video called Ego Death last winter and I'm wearing um this mask in it that's like half cut off and uh we did this whole thing that was super like weird and kind of you know express that part of the ego and the self that I think we're either scared to identify with or really put out in the world because you know there's a part of ourselves that have a hard time dealing with that and so I wanted to explore that territory more and more and I found this other, the mask I'm wearing in the um, album art is this like pink cutoff mask. And then I was just like, I'm going to paint my face yellow and put on blue lipstick. And then I had this like black and white um, coat that I actually wore in a music video that will be out next week. And so I put that on and I just had John shoot me from a couple angles with this on. And it was dope. It turned out really cool. I, I was all about it. I was like, dude, something needs to, this needs to just be its own world and kind of its own universe instead of just me in a costume and a picture of it, you know? And so John kind of messed with it for a few days and came up with that thing. Like I didn't really, I came up with the first part, but John took it to where it is and what you see on the album cover. And as soon as he sent it back to me, I like wanted to cry. I was just like, this is amazing. I love everything about it. it represents right. a it's like this weird entity in his own universe. That's half mechanical insect say, humanoid yeah. type thing. It's not even you in the picture anymore. It's its own creature in its own world. And it's like, it's, it's, it's freaky as hell, man. But exactly. God damn, is it cool? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It fits the music extremely well too. And you have a very interesting blend of hip hop and synth pop and post-punk and industrial rock and just a whole collection of things. And I just, how, how did you get towards that sound and creating and did it take you a while to get there? Is this what, what you've been trying to sound like? Um, so I also play in a band that is more kind of indie rock art pop kind of thing. And uh, I've been playing in that for many years with three other individuals. And, um, but you know, I want, I want to say like in the last four years or so, I really started to explore so many different territories of music, just like listening to stuff, checking stuff out. And I, you know, the first genre of music I was into as a kid was hip hop. Like I was into like gangster rap as a little kid. And then I slowly ended up into punk rock, you know, teenage years. And then once I got into my twenties, then it just like expanded into a whole different thing as I was creating music. And then I think recently with just hip hop kind of exploring way more experimental territory and really blending other genres in it. I came, I became like re-fascinated with hip hop, you know, in the last few years. And so I think that I would say that is the main genre I've been listening to the last four years, which 
kind of surprises me. I never thought that would end up being the case. And I think I just go into the studio like with whatever emotion and what I'm feeling at the time. And I just express that with whatever kind of music comes out of me in the moment. But I I, want to say, yeah, you kind of nailed it. It's like post-punk meets experimental hip hop with some synth pop. And I love all three of those genres. So they just kind of formed its way through me. Right. Your sound is very much your own though. I'd say that you've certainly created a, created a, a niche for yourself because I can't, off the top of my head, I can't, I can't pick out one person who, who I guess represents all of the different collections that you do in the way that you do. You definitely the only one that I can think of that presents those genres the way that you do, if that makes sense. Nice. Yeah. I, 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 I hope that's a good thing. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I really have a hard time, you know, explaining where my music lies in the universe of music to other people. I'm just kind of like, oh, you got to listen to it. Um, I think Time Wheel did a really good job of describing um, my music on this EP on their website. And I really like that. It is definitely enigmatic. Um, and that rep- represents a part of me too. But yeah. I, I like that it's all over the place, you know? Part of the appeal. I was actually curious if I could talk about one of the specific tracks, and maybe you won't be surprised by the one that I want to talk about, but I wanted to talk about Polar Bear for a second. For sure. Um, because that's that's one of the ones that's probably going to stick with me for the rest of the year uh, because it's so fucking good. But I was curious. Um, this is kind of a strange question, but um, are you familiar at all with like Trip Hop or Portishead? The Absolutely. genre trip hop. Okay. I was going to say, because I hear some of the in that song. I hear like Portishead's, I guess, Dummy would be the album that I could oh, nice. draw a parallel to. Yeah. I was, I was hearing some of that while I was listening to it. I was getting flashbacks and I was like, is this just me? Am I going fucking nuts? Is, or <laughs> am I? <laughs> That's right. So I'm, glad that, I'm glad that I could get that cleared up. Um, and I was also curious about. I guess some of the other things that you've been, cause I also hear like specifically if I'm getting into specific bands, I hear nine inch nails a lot of times and it's cool to see a really modern take um, stay so faithful to bands like nine inch nails and Portis head who are kind of like bowed to in the, the, sure. the annals of music history, I guess you could say it's just, it's really cool to see somebody um, take such a successful spin on that sort of sound. I was just curious, what other, I don't know, what other artists have you listened to that you would say contributes to that? Oh man. I mean, I'm definitely all over the place. The Nine Inch Nails and Portishead is definitely um, an interesting take. I've heard that before and it's funny because I've never been like a huge Nine Inch Nails or Portishead fan. I know that album very well. And I want to say I went through like phases of listening to that, but I never... It's like I don't return to Nine Inch Nails or Portishead that much. I got mad respect for both of them. But I've definitely noticed even hearing my own songs back where I'm like, this has like a modern Nine Inch Nails uh, vibe to it. And it's like I don't even listen to them that much. So it's a trip how that kind of, you know, comes out that way. As far as um, I think a big inspiration, there's definitely been a few bands in the past five years that have been like huge inspirations just as far as like expanding my creative palette and one of them is young fathers i think they're brilliant i think they kind of hit all ends of the map and what i want music to do for me it kind of has this like really deep feeling to it 
almost spiritual, but then it's really fun and dancey. And then it's like very forward and aggressive at the same time. Like it doesn't shy away. And so for me, a lot of music that like pulls me in now is just something that has intent, but isn't scared of itself. Like really kind of goes here I am. And I think that is so attractive to me to try to do for my own music because like when I'm on my own, I get in my own element. I'm totally weird, dude. Like I, I wild out in the you know studio and whatnot and have fun and get crazy. I'm like a little kid. And so when I feel that from other people's music, I'm just like, yes, this is, this is what's up. I love it. That's awesome. Unfortunately with zoom, we're limited to 40 minutes and we're coming up on that. But before we head out, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug or, shout out or say floor is yours uh just you know heavenly mess my ep that came out uh may 1st continue to stream however you want to stream it and then i got a video for taking chances which is the second song on that coming out it's kind of a performance video so that's coming out sometime next week i'm not sure yet awesome awesome well we would love to have you back on and hope and i mean i would love to spend more time chatting with you you definitely know your stuff and it's awesome to it's awesome to uh, talk to someone with the same um, interest and as much talent as you have. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, Absolutely. I'd love to talk to you guys again. Uh, it was very cool talking to you. Yeah, especially after this whole thing blows over, this whole fucking mess. If you ever Absolutely. are down uh, in, the, in the Baltimore area, uh, we will definitely be coming to check out a show and we would love to interview you in person instead of over the shitty ass fucking yeah. service. <laughs> so down, so down, man. Yep. Baltimore or DC. We're very close to or both DC. of those. Nice. <laughs> yep. Awesome. All right, sir. Well, right, stay guys. safe. Please do. Take care. Awesome. See ya. Peace out, man. Later. So that was Call Crimes. That was the man. What a guy. What a guy. It's so unfortunate that we didn't get longer to talk with him. Again, Zoom sucks. And there's always complications with it. Yeah. And we, we had, had we deal had, with it as it comes. We made the mistake of starting the call one time. And by the time that we were all situated, burritos were cooked. And we got rolling. Zoom was not giving us a lot no. of time to and it was nobody's fault it really wasn't but it it just it blows because i i would have loved to talk to him a little bit longer but again we'll have him back on in the near future or yeah nearer whenever we get a chance to whenever we have an excuse you know yeah tomorrow <laughs> hit him up yeah we could so excited for whatever he's producing us. Yeah, seriously. A, I want album. I want album. I want an album he said so he, bad. You said he had a lot of tracks, too. I know, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. I want an album so bad because I know I'm going to like it a lot. Well, that'll, no be, pressure. When we, that'll be when he comes back on. Should he choose? By then, he's probably going to be rich and famous and rolling in Benji's. So, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? What is the Canadian money called? I don't... Canadian dollar? Uh, your guess is as good as mine on that one. Maybe he'll move there and roll in those. Depends on if he likes the West Coast or not, I guess. Homeboy's rolling in pesos. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Hopefully, I want him Rolling to succeed. In the yen. I want him to. I want him to make some money off of his gorgeous art. And that's what it is at the end of the day. It is. It's very, very good. Do you think people liked Jackson Pollock, the man who splatters? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, mean. that's kind of what this is, but music form. In a way, yeah, yeah. I can see this being part like a partly a one of a, a kind. music equivalent of a Jackson Pollock painting. One of a kind. This is the audiophile Jackson Pollock. You know what? I bet he would... I want to see a song called Pollock and just know it was from us. We planted the seed of an idea. I'll make it. You'll make it? You'll I'll make, make Pollock the song? I'll make Pollock the song. And Pollock. it's just going to be a spaz fest. The Jackson EP. <laughs> oh my gosh. Every song is from a different <laughs> Jackson. You can have Pollock. You can have Andrew. You can have... Either that or every single track is just called Pollock. Michael... <laughs> What are other Jacksons? That's that's the rest. Yeah, that's the rest of them. Pleasure to talk to. Guy was amazing. And his EP was very, very good. Fantastic. You should go check it out on SoundCloud, fucking Bandcamp, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. YouTube. music video just dropped. Yeah, there was a, a music video that dropped recently. Semi-recently. When this goes up, it will have been semi-recently. True. Uh, go show the guy some support. You can find him on Cole Crimes at Instagram, and uh, you can find him on every other streaming platform um, when it comes to his music. Please go stream him. Do yourself a favor. Do him a favor and go stream his music because it is fantastic. Thank you all for listening so much. We appreciate you all. You have been sound audited. We don't do that. We're not consistent with that. It's, it's okay. okay. It's, it's like a it's like a little treat. Yeah, it's like a it's it's an Easter egg that we leave in it's there a, for all the people that actually managed to get this far in the episode. An Easter egg. It's candy corn. Candy corn. Got it. It's a little candy corn we sprinkle in there. Uh huh. Maybe corn. it's just a sprinkle. Candy corn suck. You heard it here. Candy Thank you for listening. Suck. New episodes Friday nine a.m. Reviews. Uh interviews Sunday. Or other content. Or other content. Maybe it'll be a classic review. Maybe it'll be a, a little hot take on a uh, uh, something Trump tweeted. We don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but we will see you there. We're delving into politics now. By the time that, yeah. <laughs> sound. No. Uh, pol- politics audits. That, that sounds horrible. We're not delving into politics. Screw that. That's that has a, that has a good ring. No, it doesn't. It has, it has no ring. ring at all. If anything, it's... I tried to think of something funny and it wasn't funny, so I'm not going to say it. Um, thank you all. Thank you all so much for listening. Be on the lookout for new uh, new, new content, new material coming out. Go follow us at Sound Audits on Instagram, Sound Audits on Twitter. Go look at our uh, our, our website. We're going to be posting stuff on there when it comes to written reviews. We'll be posting, I, I think it's going to be like a, a written review for just about every interview and album or EP review that we put up. So um, go check that out if you're interested in seeing what we have to say and we'll probably be posting more updates and stuff there as well so um just go check it out uh we're proud of it so should be chill should be chill we'll see you there yeah we will see you there till then also if you want to donate to us 99 cents 99 cents go on our anchor page go click the link in our instagram bio or podcasting by wherever you find it you know what i mean uh, for the price of, I get to say it this time, for the price of two gumballs, you can support two bros college kids. I fucked it up, but it's okay. I'm proud of myself. I love bro college kids. They're my favorite. I like breaking college kids. It's my favorite. Peace. Said every single teacher ever. <laughs> we will see you in the next one. Take care. Be safe. Yeah, peace out.